That wasn't smooth. <laughs> well, a little rusty today. Yeah, yeah, it's been a minute. Anyways, welcome back to the Drunken Nerd Podcast, where we love our beer like we love our... Brand new DC movies. New movies, let's just say, because I'd prefer it to not be DC. <laughs> <laughs> like, we love our new material. My name is Carl, and across from me, next to me, is... What is across? <laughs> The couch. Couch. There is Shipper. no cross. Yeah. Anyways, how you been? It's been a hot minute. It's been a hot minute. Holidays are finally over. Yeah. Back to normal. Holidays are stressful. Back to the new normal, I guess, as I say. Yeah. Although we may be getting back to the old normal, depending on how good these vaccines are. <laughs> these vaccines is... I think we're still a couple years out from that, personally. Uh, I think that we're going to be able to get to normal if you show proof of vaccination. Yeah, but the problem is the delay in vaccinations. Yeah. It, it's just not coming out as fast as you have to. The, I saw right. something that said basically the United States has to vaccine at like a million a day. Otherwise, it's going to take us 10 years to fully vaccinate everybody. Mm-hmm. So at that rate, that, it, we're, we're a couple of years, I but think. But I mean, let's say uh, I get the vaccination, but you don't. I think it's going to get to a point where if I show up with my paperwork, I'm allowed into the bar, but you are not. I can see that. Which is kind of fucked. <laughs> yep. But I could, like, I really think it's going to get to that, at least for temporarily. Mm-hmm. <sighs> so much fun. I mean, there's st- there's already play- already states that are, you have to do health forms when you come in, and then it's like, mm-hmm. do you have a, have you been vaccinated, or do you have a negative test, da 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 get proof of this. I picked up uh, Mexican food two nights ago. And there's a, a little thing that they have in there. You walk in, you put your hand under it, it sprays the hand sanitizer, and then you put your hand on it, and it tells you what temperature you are. What? Yeah. And you had to do that to get into the building. At a Mexican restaurant? At a Mexican restaurant, yeah. That's like, insane. My wife works at the veterinary hospital. They don't have this technology. Yeah. The Mexican restaurant <laughs> down the street has this technology. That's Okay. Sure. Uh, That's where our priorities are. Yeah. <laughs> Mexican food needs to keep going. Well, before all this, I mean, you would fly into like Japan and you'd walk through temperature readers when you entered yeah. the airport, like get off the plane. Oh my God. And they would make you like check to see if you had a temperature. If you had temperature, you would be quarantined Yeah. in the country. Did you ever see the signs in China where it was like, if you have, I forget what it said. I'm going to say Ebola just for a second. If you have Ebola, please go to the left. If you do not, go to the right. No. That was in China. That's awesome. <laughs> like, nope, don't have it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Prove me wrong. Why Why would anybody ever go to the left? Oh, I First definitely have it. It's China. They'll probably just pull you into a room and shoot you. <laughs> probably. Mm. Anyways, My how was your holidays? It was good. We, last time we uh, recorded, it was before Christmas. It was before the holiday. Um, we went down spending with Katie's family. Uh, it snowed down there on mm-hmm. Christmas Day. We were there. So Katie went out, it, built yeah, a snowman. Uh, I stayed inside because I don't deal with the cold. <laughs> but, We've had this conversation. <laughs> yeah. But she went out. She built a snowman with her niece and nephew. I stayed in. And I had a beer with her mom. So <laughs> Okay. It was fun. It was a good holiday. We had like an hour long. Her nephew got like a bunch of Nerf guns. 
So we had like an hour long just nerf battle in That's her cool. uh, sister's living room. It was it was a blast. I bet. He got this one where it's, it's nerf gun technology nowadays yeah. is absolutely insane. You I've seen the commercials. You yeah. flip a switch and it goes and like the yeah, the front spin. starts it's like a spinning. Gun. Yeah, and it just it has a an actual rack of bullets and he's just It's <laughs> awesome. It was it was a blast. And then I showed the kids that you can throw nerf darts harder than you can shoot them. <laughs> Because they took all the guns and like, now what are you going to do? And I'm like, oh, I'll show just you what I can do. Just chuck it at them. Yeah. <laughs> can ban use that? No, you just, uh, you hold it. You no, put no, your no. point around the butt and you, your thumb and middle finger, you hold the front of it and you whip it like that and they fly. Mm. No, I'm saying you could get a rubber band and use that oh, too. Yeah. Like a, like a, you know, old school um, slingshot. Yeah. He got a slingshot for Christmas, too. Oh, that's always smart. Yeah, I don't know why you give an eight-year-old a slingshot. That's asking no. for something. Yeah. He's a good kid, but... Did he get the steel BBs, too? No, he didn't get anything <laughs> with it. I, I so just go find some rocks outside. That yeah, works just yeah. well. Uh, Wet some paper towels and shoot those on the wall. That's the safest thing you can hope for. <laughs> we just walk up and start thunking people with it. Oh, just snapping it on That them. would be brutal. What did you do for Christmas? <laughs> uh, a lot of Skype Christmas. We stayed here because um, uh. we got three sets of grandparents mm. for the kids. So we called my dad and my stepmom Christmas Eve. They're down in South Carolina, so did the Skype thing with them. Yeah. Um, that sounds like that would have been a Skype Christmas regardless. What? A Skype, like regardless, you would have probably had to do a Skype Christmas. Yeah, yeah. Like whether or not the world was on fire or not. <laughs> right, right. Th- there was no traveling down there. But I mean, we would have gone da- probably gone down to Virginia. We had talked about it. Mm-hmm. Um, but obviously COVID. But um, yeah. so we did like her parents and then my parents. But nice. it was like Christmas that never ended. <laughs> yeah, just kept going. It was so many presents. It was ridiculous. Because obviously we got our kids stuff. Yeah. We got each other a couple things and then. My parent, my mom, and my stepdad got them stuff. Mm-hmm. My wife's parents got them stuff. My dad did right; he sent them cash. <laughs> yeah. Keep it simple. I don't know what a baby needs with cash, but that's what he sent. Yeah, we use it for like pampers and stuff like that. And clothes. Yeah, it makes sense. It's either that or like you have a bank account for them, and you just put it in that bank account. That's actually what we did with um <clears throat> with uh our our almost six year old now. Um, he got the money, but he has a savings account. Yeah. And we just transferred money over and kept the cash. That's the way to do it. Yeah. Of course, we're like, oh, you have $50 you can spend. And we kept the money in his account. So really, we just gave him more money. Yeah. I just realized that. <laughs> <laughs> so my wife reads this, uh, listens to this podcast. Um, yeah. He got extra money for Christmas because we good didn't take him. the money from him. He's, he's good, though. He's been working hard, drawing yeah. solid. He got so many Legos, dude. <laughs> Yeah. And he, he obviously doesn't know this, but he's getting more Legos for his birthday. His birthday's coming up, isn't it? Like, yeah, two days. It's going to be one of those... Uh, he's got so many Legos. That's like my wife. Her birthday is the week before Christmas. Mm. So I'm, I'm doing my best to make sure she doesn't get like a, oh, here's a double gift. Like, oh, it, yeah, yeah. We do that with Gabriel. Because that sucks. Mm-hmm. Like, this is your Christmas and birthday present. It's like, oh, great. So Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> No, we do the we do the same thing. We make sure they're separate occurrences. Yeah, um, he's not really into pre- or parties per se. 
Um, I mean, six. Give him a bunch of signs. Dude, I, oh God, dude. I laughed so hard when I was over your house uh, after Thanksgiving before Christmas, yeah. and it said, I am thankful for mommy, daddy, Finn, my brother, and signs. Yep. And then he drew a picture, a family portrait, and a picture of it, like a highway exit sign. Uh-huh. <laughs> my kid's all about signs, man. He loves signs. Yeah. I don't know if he loves order or if it's just signs. He loves I don't know. knowing... We keep saying to go. we keep saying that um, he's gonna be an urban planner when he grows up. Yeah. Oh, it makes sense. Like he'd be right on par for that. I'd say worst case scenario, he's gonna work for a department of transportation somewhere. <laughs> I mean, he could as an urban planner. Yeah. Why not? I'm saying like absolute worst case scenario, he's gonna yeah. have a state job with a pension. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the the funny thing is like he'll know where we're going in the sense of oh, if you go down this. This road and this road. Like, I don't even know the names of these roads or the route numbers. And he's like, oh, take route, blah, blah, blah. Get off exit this one, that one. And you go this way. And then blah, blah, We're like, how the hell do you know this? Yeah. He is super observant to signs. Yeah. It's to, crazy. To signs. To signs. <laughs> and directions. <laughs> he loves drawing signs. Yeah. Every time I go over there, there's a new drawing of the sign on, like, that easel that you have. Yeah. There's a new exit. <laughs> Sometimes there's a goose. But gooses are my wife drawing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Oh. He actually got some Lego signs for Christmas. Nice. Yeah. And then my brother got him. He he'll get it for his birthday. But um, Lego road pieces, basically. Nice. Yeah. He's super into Lego City. Yeah. Like, I like Lego Star Wars mm-hmm. and Marvel and DC. Right. He's into Mar- Mar- uh, Lego City stuff. So nice. He got truck he got an ice cream truck he got he's getting a plane he got all sorts of just lego cars and so he's all about it my buddy dan was all about legos growing up and now he's an engineer in baltimore there you go so (laughs) legos lead to success as far as i the one guy i know (laughs) that that was all about legos so you you have a hundred (laughs) percent confirmed yes everybody who really liked legos as a kid was very successful as an adult. <laughs> Everybody I know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Dan. <laughs> uh, so beers. Mm. This, this beer is, comes uh, to us from our friend Katie. This is another one she got. Marvis. She keeps tagging herself as Marvis in all of the Facebook posts. That was Marvin. Marvin? I, I thought she said Marvis. <laughs> it's Marvin. <laughs> she was Marvin here. <laughs> well, Either is. one. I don't know. <laughs> don't understand it. At least Marvin's a name. Marvis is nothing. <laughs> Mavis. <laughs> Mavis, Marvis. Pretty sure it's Davis. Marvin. I don't know. You look it up as I describe the beer. Okay, I will. So this is Denver Beer Company's Peanut Butter Graham Cracker Porter. They did not choose a name. They chose to just tell you exactly yeah, what it is. Uh, it says, Cozy Up by a Fire, Brooding Can in Colorado. And then there's a peanut warning for those who... Uh, I would hope allergens. It's so. Yeah. Uh five and a half percent by volume. Come on. It's uh I, I lost my train of thought. I've been doing this lately. Alright. Uh, also it is Marvin. Marvin. So Katie, please tell us why you keep on yourself what Marvin. Is Marvin? <laughs> also, I don't understand this. Change it to Marvis. <laughs> now it's Marvis. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, so Obviously, the beer is porter in color. 
It's border in color. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, immediately, it smells like peanut butter. Yeah. Immediately. Just think of a porter. Nose. It's that colored. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's all you get is the peanut butter and scent. I'm not a big porter fan, but I'm into this. Yeah. Like, I don't... I, porters are too sweet for me. This actually isn't that sweet, surprisingly. Yeah. It's a lot more bitter than it is sweet. Especially with, like, the peanut butter graham cracker. You'd expect it to be more mm -hmm. of, like, a... I'm surprised they didn't... Oh, no. Never mind. I'm stupid. <laughs> I was going to say, I'm surprised they didn't throw marshmallow in there and just make it a s'mores. That would be awesome. S'mores are chocolate instead of peanut butter. That's why I'm an idiot. Though... You could probably do a peanut butter s'more. Yeah. Why not? Oh, and then you could call it a peanut butter smorter. Oh, that's a good name. Yeah. Hey, Denver Brewing Company. <laughs> or Denver Beer Company. Um, You're yeah. welcome. Yeah. <laughs> or any other beer listen to us because they're not. Yeah. That's a good idea. Uh, Den I, I think I'm going to visit. I'm going out to visit my brother in March. March. Smarch, yeah, lousy smarch weather. <laughs> uh, assuming that the smarch weather approves. Hmm. Um, he lives in Aurora, so I'm going to make a stop at Denver. Denver Beer Company. I got the hiccups already. I've had three sips of a beer, and I've got hiccups. I remember my first beer. Yeah, right? <laughs> Mine was ten years ago, to the day. <laughs> to the day? It was a Wednesday. <laughs> to a day. Not this day. I don't think... Today's a Tuesday, too, but... <laughs> yeah, but 10 years ago, you don't know. I'm about to know, I'll tell you that much. 2011, January 5th. Oh, my God, it was a Wednesday. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I was really hoping it would be a Saturday or something. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> oh. I'm like uh, Rain Man. Yeah, you are. <laughs> I, actu I actually met somebody... That uh, if you ask them, like, January 5th, 1969, they could tell you what day it was. Like, almost without hesitation. Okay. It was just, they could do it. Yeah. It's, it's a borderline superpower. Mm -hmm. Or That's just true. some kind of pattern recognition that you just knew. I guess. But you'd have to account for all the leap days and all that just... Yeah, it's impressive. Although, given this theory, 2001, January 5th, would be a Thursday. January 5th, 2000. It was a Friday. So there's no rhyme or reason to it. It's impossible, and people that can do that are superheroes. <laughs> <laughs> they have special powers. Yes. Superhero? Maybe not. Especially gifted? Absolutely. Yes. I'm blown away that I knew it was a Wednesday. Uh, that was pretty impressive. Of course, I didn't look at it, so it could have been a Thursday, and you're like, that oh, was Wednesday. I, I, no. I, no, if that were the case, I would have supported my theory with 2001, but I admit that I was wrong with my new theory. Or you did that as a ruse. You can look it up. You can look it up all day, baby. Calendars ain't changing now. <laughs> but... Um, Denver Brewing Denver Beer Company. <laughs> I plan on visiting there in March. Smarch. Smarch. Um, Lousy smart weather. Yeah. And going from there, this this beer is one of the best porters I've ever had. Absolutely. Again, I'm not a big fan of porters, but yeah. this is delicious. I like porters as like a dessert beer sometimes. Like you can have one after dinner kind of thing. To have one in the middle of the day while we are recording, it's, it's refreshing to have one that you could drink like this. On that note, what's the rating on this one? Mm. What's the average rating? 
Okay, porters are not big golf beers, so do not take my number of holes. Well, no, that's part of how you would rate this. Right. That's what I'm saying. Don't take my lower number of holes as a slight to the flavor of the beer. It's just I'm not drinking porters on an 85-degree day in June while outside. Though, this one's not, like we keep saying, this is not a typical porter. True, true. So that gives it a little bit of a... In a push. Oh, for those that don't know, because we're going to be tagging the brewery in this, so hopefully they listen. Yeah. For those that don't know, our golf rating, it's a 1 to 18 scale of how long I can drink this on a hot summer day, and then a 1 to 18 scale on how long I can drink this before my golf game goes to absolute shit. And then we add them together, we divide mm-hmm. them by two, some call that an average, and that is the 18 hole. Crazy mathematicians calling it average. Rating. I know. I'm going to say I could drink this for five holes on a hot summer day because this is heavier. Yeah, this is definitely a wintertime beer. I mean, it's got snowflakes on the can. Yeah. And a fire. Like, it's meant to be drinking in yeah. the wintertime. Also, this is a 5.6 ABV, if yeah. we didn't say that. I said, I said five and a half. I rounded down. Eh, I, um, I didn't listen to you. Five and a half is only about half a percent higher than your seltzers. It's a full percentage higher than your Miller Lights. Um... For that reason, I'm going to give this 15 holes before the golf game falls apart. So if anybody's interested in doing like a little December golf, this would be a beer to go to. Oh, yeah. Like if, if the weather's 55 degrees in sure. December, golf course is open for some reason. I bet your golf course is pretty much open. I, I would crush this beer um, in that situation. Yeah. I mean, all day until yeah. you get to the 15th hole. Yeah, 15. So... Five plus fifteen. So ten average. That's thirty. That's <laughs> no. twenty. I know, I know. That is. Uh, yeah. Right. So ten hole. We're gonna give this a ten. Caveat: If this was fall time golfing, mm-hmm. where the weather was about sixty. Yeah. If the weather fifty five to sixty, I'd, I'd increase this to about fifteen fifteen. Okay. For an average of fifteen. <laughs> Carry the one, add the six, (laughs) break out the toes. (laughs) On a hot summer day, we're going to give a hot summer day of golf. This is a four out of 18. On a mildly chilly fall day of golf, this is going to be a 15 hole beer. Like, I could just. This is your fall time golf beer, then? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I could. So, for anybody who's interested, if it's a hot summer day, it's an average of 10. He added a four, but he's a five originally, so he's stuck with that. And then so many numbers. <laughs> if it's a fall golf day, it's a fifteen. Yeah. So Marvin, there's your uh, number for <laughs> Marvis. We need Marvis to get an Marvin for Marvis now. <laughs> I don't um, know. medium average regulator. Great. Where's the G? <laughs> oh, Marvis. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> All right, Ma- M A R is. Median average regulator. Very VS. interested. Very interested. She. <laughs> no. I, I, okay, so can't. Marvif. M A R V I F. Very interested female. <laughs> that's it. Marvif. <laughs> the, the worst acronym of all time. And that's what you are now. Oh. Average that out, please. Someone needs to put that on a hat or a shirt. Marvif? M A R V I F. 
<laughs> and then we'll make a M-A-R-V-I-M hat for those Marvin. guys that are interested yeah. in this. So what was the Mar? Or we could just make it Marvip. Mar- Very person. interested person. Yeah. yeah. So we'll make Marvip. So hat. so what's the acronym again? Uh, <laughs> Let's see if you remember. Median that. average regulator. Very comma. interested person. It has to be a comma there. Yeah, so it's <laughs> M period, A period, R, comma, <laughs> V period, I period, P period. No, it has to be period, comma. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I want this hat. <laughs> That's incredible. <laughs> Katie, you're now Marvip. Marvip. And anybody that wants to join in, anyone that's interested in this, Marvip. Very interested person. We need to make some Marvip merch. Yeah. Oh. Or someone should have just been like, you just said VIP, so very important. But interested, I think, works better. Interested is better, yeah. yeah. Very interested person. You're not important, you're just interested. <laughs> there's, there's nothing about this podcast is important. It doesn't oh. make you important. It just makes you someone that's interested. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> I'm going to work on getting this merch put out. We need to tag the merch link in uh, all of our Facebook posts. We needed someone to make us new merch link. M- new merch. Oh, the merch link is the same. Yeah, the link's there. Yeah. So, we, yeah. yeah, we need a new merch. <coughs> the merch needs to be tagged into every post, like you said. Yeah, yeah. Also, our bio and all that stuff and all that stuff. Man, nobody cares about us. Yeah. We did sell some merch when we first we put did. it out, though. So if we put some, new but we need some new there, stuff. Yeah, yeah, that's what we're. We're saying. six months into this pod. Yeah, I know. Tell a friend. Sell a friend. Tell a few. Yeah, tell all the friends you have, really. Even if they listen to the first twenty minutes, like just for the beer recommendation and us BSing, that get, <laughs> that gets us a listen. That's what matters. Yeah. If you don't care about the topic at hand, just listen. Put to it the on intro. and walk away from it. I don't care. Yeah, put it on, turn on mute. I don't care. <laughs> And then buy stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Support your local beer nerds. Mm -hmm. So, topic of the week. We're done with uh, TV shows for this week and this week only, I believe. I think, yeah, because WandaVision WandaVision comes out this Friday, I think. Is it? uh, I'm interested, but I'm concerned. I'm interested. Yeah, I'm interested with hesitations. Like, I, I, I don't know what to expect of it other than it's obviously Paul Bettany... Mm-hmm. As the vision, and I don't know her name as, as Wanda. I can't even think of her. So it's name. Elizabeth Olsen. Oh, that's as, right, Mary Kate Ashley's yeah, sister. That's right. As Wanda Maximov. Yeah. What is her character name? Scarlet Witch. Scarlet Witch. Okay. Um, I'm trying and to look Paul up Paul Bettany as the Vision. January 15. So. So we have a couple. We have another couple. So weeks. next week we will also not have. A TV show. A TV show. But then the week after that, TV shows are back, baby. They're back. With the back in... uh, Wonder Woman, 84. (laughs) Good segue. (laughs) The master of the segues for Um. All right, so... So this is a new movie that just came out Christmas Day. It premiered both in theaters and on HBO Max. Right. Funny thing about it is HBO removed their free the free trial for this. Free trial for this. I hope that's not caught up on camera or <laughs> or audio because we don't have cameras. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> for those concerned, my stomach was just grumbling. Yeah. Was very hungry. Very loudly. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, HBO Max removed its free trial. 
right before this came out. They changed it with a different deal because I signed up and I got this deal. Okay. It's fifteen or fourteen ninety nine a month, but if you sign up for six months all at once, mm. you get it for sixty nine ninety nine. So you essentially get it for twelve dollars a month. So you get three dollars off a month if you sign up for a six month block. Mm-hmm. The caveat is the next big release is in July. Yeah. So six months would end July fifth. Yeah. So you would lose. You would have to then subscribe for the next big release. You'd have to resubscribe. Mm-hmm. There's actually a, a lot of really good stuff on um, HBO Max. I was going through it. They Watch have the Lovecraft in, Country. That's they, really good. They have the entire Adult Swim Cartoon yep. Network collection. Yep. They have home movies. Yep. They have Metalocalypse. All the ones I've been looking to watch mm-hmm. that I haven't been able to find. Samurai Jack. All that stuff. Oh, really? Yeah. I, I didn't even look through the also, Cartoon um, Network ones. Look up, uh, what is it called? Um, Primal. Mm-hmm. It's a six-episode series. They're, they just did season two. Mm-hmm. And it, there's no words, but it's the idea of it is that um, it's set in, pre, in like Neanderthal time. Mm-hmm. It's basically Neanderthal befriends a dinosaur after an uh, event that mutually scars them. I don't want to give it away, but <clears throat> it's really well done. It's made by the same guy who made um, Rick and Morty. Justin Roiland or Dan Harmon? No, I'm sorry. Sorry, I'm Jack. Oh, <laughs> sorry. I can't think of his name. That's why. I okay. But it's on there. It's good. Um, it's very atmospheric. I mean, if it's got a dinosaur, I'm in. Oh, it's definitely. I'm dinosaurs. a simple man. <laughs> dinosaurs and Neanderthals. Throw a dinosaur at me and I'm in. I saw Doom Patrol was on there. I wanted to watch That's on it. There. However, it's like 20 episodes that are an hour long each. Yeah. I ain't got that time. Um, you lost me. If there was something I was much more interested in, I would. So, the thing about that is, DC Universe had their own streaming and inform- stuff. Yeah, including their comics. Right. And I'm, I have that. They basically got rid of the the TV aspect of that app and put it on HBO Max. Right. They sold all that stuff because it's Warner Brothers. Yeah. They sold it all. Yep. Uh, I think Warner Brothers probably has a stake in HBO or vice versa. Um, so I watched part of Doom Troll. It's okay. Yeah. That's the problem with DC's t- original TV shows. They're not great. Yeah. Well, you can say the same thing about the Marvel ones to date as well. Uh, Although people obsess over Daredevil. It's great. I hated it. Really? Yeah. The first season was slow. The second season's great. That's the... If I And have... it should... They should have just stuck with Daredevil mm-hmm. and not worried about Jessica Jones, Luke Cage... Yeah. Well, they especially you know, Iron Fist. Defenders. Yeah, yeah. The Defenders was okay. Jessica Jones was okay. But she just doesn't learn anything. I I have a real problem with hour long episodes. I do too. That are meandering, and that's and what I found Daredevil to be. It can be, yeah. And like speaking of meandering, NDC Wonder Woman eighty four. No. <laughs> Again, yeah. So this movie came out Christmas Day. Blah blah blah. 1984, which is a Back to the Future style thing, because we started in World War One mm-hmm. with the first Wonder Woman movie. Mm-hmm. Do you think you would have had to know? Well, hold me to backtrack. Mm-hmm. Elevator pitch me, Carl. Uh, I forget that part. Wonder Woman. She's still in the saddle. She's not back in the saddle. She's still in the saddle. Well, um, ACDC. She's Wonder Woman in it up. Uh, suddenly there's a rock that grants wishes and uh, it 
brings Chris Pine back into the world, however... But not it, really. It takes away something that she values deeply. Two other people use the rock. They become the villains. And one woman saves the day. I'm not sold. But okay, we can watch it. I mean, if... <clears throat> If you were pitching that to me, <laughs> I would say, if you can tell that story in 90 to 115 minutes, I'm in. <laughs> what if I told you I could tell that story not only 90 to 115 minutes, but actually... 200 minutes. <laughs> 200 minutes. Are you still in? No. Because too bad, that's what we're doing. Yeah. <laughs> My God. Like, to summarize this with no... This is the first new thing that we've we covered as Snyder. far as a movie is concerned. Yeah, we've never got new stuff. Well, uh, this year so, has not been good for new. Yeah. This was the worst year to start a media podcast. <laughs> um, Even the ones we list as you are struggling. So we're going to do no spoilers and then spoilers. Okay. To summarize this in no spoilers, the story they tried to tell is very interesting. The story they told is very interesting. However... They tried to expand upon things that didn't need to be expanded upon. So it just stretched what should have been an action-packed, super interesting movie to a movie that meanders for at least an hour. Like, if this were an hour and a half to hour 45, I would love this movie. Also, the Chris Pine stuff was shoehorned. Like, he's unnecessary. Yeah, well, just she, make it she had to learn her lesson kind of thing like it's uh, it's the traditional hero's journey but I understand what, lesson, what it is what lesson did she really learn other than you can't relive the past she's more important to the world than her own personal whatever's Pedro Pascal learns the the only lesson that means anything yeah is he needs that stop being a bullshit artist and love who you should love. Yeah. We're trying to go no spoilers. Right, right. Yeah. Love love what you have. Yeah, stop yeah, stop yeah, yeah. worrying about what people think about you and only worry about the people that matter. Yeah. So in that respect, if that was the, le- the lesson we're trying to tell in the story, yeah. then Wonder Woman actually didn't learn that lesson because the only thing that mattered to her and the people that mattered to her was Chris Pine. Yeah. Not the world. <laughs> well, it's not a spoiler to say that Chris Pine comes back because he's in all the trailers. <laughs> yeah, we know Chris Pine. And he, and for anybody who hasn't watched the first movie, Chris Pine is the love interest who dies in the first movie. Yeah. At so the that's why we keep saying he's he comes sacri- back. He sacrifices himself for the greater good. His line is, uh, I can save today, but you can save the whole world. Yeah. So then he flies up into the sky and blows the plane up with all the deadly bombs on it or whatever. So, Wonder Woman relearns that lesson, essentially. She learns the same lesson that she learned in the first movie. Is like... Sure. Um, okay. Yeah. I forgot I was going to go with that. Yeah. <laughs> That's why the awkward pause. So, spoilers. We're, oh, we're diving right into spoilers? We're, we're diving right into this damn thing. All right. Um... Hold on, before we get in, I'm sorry. I yeah. remember what I was going to say. Do you need to have watched the first movie to watch, to appreciate this movie? Not at all. Other than you need to Maybe know to Chris learn Pine. the backstory of Chris Pine, yeah. I didn't even know that much. Because there's a lot of like, oh, here's the watch from the first. And it's been, mm. I watched the first movie, I don't know when it first came out, basically. 
Yeah. So it's been a while since I watched it. I didn't rewatch it for this. Wonder Woman, the first Wonder Woman is my favorite DC movie to come out to date. You liked it better than Aquaman? Oh, hell of a lot more than Aquaman. Okay. I was just curious. Yeah. Aquaman was good. The problem I had with Aquaman is it's a video game. It's, hey, we need, to, we need to go from A to B. Once we get to B, oh, we need an artifact to get to C. Boss battle. <laughs> now we got to C. Oh, C tells us we need to get to D. Boss battle. That was that was Aquaman. Fair enough. That's true. Aquaman the movie would have been a remarkable video game. <laughs> <laughs> what did we else say that was like that? There was something else we said that was just like that. Uh... Star Wars Episode Nine was very much like that. Maybe that's what it is. You and I had that conversation. Yeah. I think that's what it was. Is you and I had that conversation. It's, off we air. need to get from A to B. Oh, but we need to do this. But we need this MacGuffin. Boss battle. MacGuffin. <laughs> get to the next MacGuffin. Boss battle. And that's. Yeah. It's not a terrible structure, but it's like. <laughs> it's not one for movies. Like I'm, I shouldn't be able to be like, oh, when they get there, there's going to be a boss fight. <laughs> And then they get there and there's a boss fight. You shouldn't be able to just... Predict it like that. It, that makes it boring to me. Oh, I agree. I'm with you. But yeah, yeah the original Wonder Woman, it Save the Last 20 Minutes is not like any DC movie. Yeah, they actually ever. did a really good job with it. And it was promising for the series. Yeah. And then we got Justice League. And then also Batman vs Superman, and uh, I can't wait to cover the Snyder Cut for this podcast. When's it coming out? March. Oh my god! Yeah. it's that, gonna be four hours long. Yes, it is. <laughs> I was like, I know it's stupid long. All right, but back to Wonder Woman eighty four. Uh, but we have to, don't we? Yeah. Oh man, I'm excited for it. It's gonna be either amazing or terrible. There's gonna be no in between. <laughs> Anyways, for anybody who doesn't know, what the Snyder Cut is they made Batman vs Superman. It's no Justice League. Oh, it's doing the just. I thought we were yeah. doing. I thought we were doing both. Nope. Just Justice League. Uh, Batman v Superman is the Snyder cut. Snyder had full creative control oh. on that. Justice League, he had he's to step away, and it's essentially Joss Whedon making a Dan Snyder movie, and that Dan Snyder, make, the Redskins coach, oh, <laughs> or owner of the owner, Redskins, yeah. <laughs> Zack Snyder. Zack Snyder. I, I almost said Don Snyder. Not that Snyder. There's either. too many Snyders. <laughs> But it's Joss Whedon making a Zack Snyder. Snyder movie, and it's just a jumbled mess of awful. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, they're they're letting Zack Snyder redo Justice League, and he's like, "I, I need four hours to do it." And they're like, "To tell the story." Done. Yeah. <laughs> just like okay. But it's not getting a theater release. It's getting well, an no HBO way. Max only there's release. There's no way you can expect people to sit in the theater for four hours. Yeah. Unless you release like two movies. <sighs> But then you're paying for two movies. You're paying for two movies, and there'll be a year release in between. Yeah. Now we're at The Hobbit. Release them at the same time. Like, Justice League Part 1, 1 p.m. showtime. <laughs> Justice League Part 2, 4 p.m. showtime. Sure. So you, ha- you, you watch have an the hour two hours, between. you have an hour to... Go get breakfast, or get lunch, get, or dinner, or get Go do whatever. <laughs> go do something else. Yeah. Four hours, I'm still not okay, looking forward to... Too we're far off, off track. Mm-hmm. Anyways, we are really Wonder Woman eighty fouring this description of Wonder Woman eighty four. Because <laughs> it's so bad. <sighs> Anyways, so we start out with Diana running around in Themyscira as a kid because mm-hmm. she's remembering her trials and what it. Basically, I think the message in this is there are no short paths to success. Right. You could have cut the entire sequence. Yeah, and it wouldn't have changed anything. No. You could have just made this a quick just. 
Other than it, it showed that she was essentially a prodigy because she was a child. She was going to win, but yeah. she, quote unquote, cheated because the horse bucked her off. She saw a path to get ahead to catch up to her horse who yeah. was running away and from she her. she didn't hit one of the checkpoints. Also, I really hated the wire work in this. I hate the wire work in the entire damn the movie. The whole movie. Yeah. It's very apparent everybody's wearing harnesses at the hip because they're all flipping yeah. at the hip. Yeah, I've seen better wire work and fly work on community cool. theater. Yeah. It's this is bad. It you have all the money in the it world. It takes you out of the movie. Yeah. Like it's so obvious. And same same issue with like the green screen. Oh yeah. Like for later in the movie, mm-hmm. you could tell it's wiring green screen. Like yep. it's it everybody it took me out of the nobody movie. Nobody flips at the hip. That's not how flips happen. Yeah. <laughs> they're literally like uh, we didn't cover the Santa Claus. I was just about to say that. But I was literally about to say that. Was, that reminds being me. Released yes. And they just elves flip and fly. Attitude. Yes. It looked equivalent. We're talking nineties and the, a even, low budget nineties yes. Christmas movie. Yeah. Family oriented. You know whatever, and it's fine. Oh, it, it's fine for, for what it what is. What the Santa Claus is. It's a great movie. What this is is, but it's this not is great. not trying to be the Santa no. Claus. And the thing is, is there's so much better ways to show aerial uh, acrobatics and aerial uh, stunts in movies, and then you do wire work at the hip. Like, I, I just don't understand why that was important. Like all these like super flips and stuff like that. They're running on fucking a beam, and all of a sudden someone jumps and make a flip on a beam. Like. Just jump off the beat. It's the Mortal Kombat syndrome where they yeah. need to do flips for the sake of, like, they're cool. Yeah. Show that they're super athletic and whatever. Yeah. Fine. The thing about it is the Amazonians of Themyscira, they're not, like, magical. They're just women who exist. Mm-hmm. And their their world has been cut off by from men because of, like, fighting with the gods. We covered <clears throat> somewhat of mm-hmm. it back when we did gods in comics. Right. And also... And we see some of this other later. Um, Wonder Woman's not really magical. She gets a lot of her powers from what she wears. Like she has like the cuffs of of uh, right and Hephaestus. She she even says that in the movie about like the lasso of truth. It's not me that powers it. It's the truth, which great. (laughs) Yeah, that's weird, but great. But she even says it herself. Like, she's not super powered. It's everything although, she's using. <laughs> although she, she learns, has gifts from the gods. She learns to fly, kind of. Is well, she we, flying or is she falling with style? No, she's flying. We covered this many, many weeks ago. And I turned to Janice and I said, I told you Wonder Woman flies. Nobody believed me, but Wonder Woman flies. Well, Chavez said there's in the comics, she can't fly initially, and then she's touched with the wing of whatever, yeah. and she and this gains is just, the ability of flight. In this movie, she just like she magically just flies. Learns. <laughs> Steve Trevor says it's just about manipulating air, and she's like, oh, of okay, yeah, and now, now she, she flies. flies. Yeah. It's the homage to her lost love, because at this point, he leaves. Yeah. He pieces out. Also, when we, were, we keep talking about uh, Chris Pine, Steve. Um, his soul like embodies some random dude. Yeah. So what happens to that guy? He just so so he had like a, that guy like the the man that was that man. Yeah. What happens to him? I don't know. Did she kill a man? Did Wonder well, No, because he comes back at the end. Remember, she sees the the original oh, it's guy. That guy. Yeah. And he's wearing the pirate clothing. Yes. All right. <laughs> yes. It's the homage to I like when she was, was trying to dress guy. him up when he first shows up the next morning after they've you know reconvened yeah um yes it's that guy 
who looks like Christian Slater, but not. Yeah. All yeah, right. he just his soul just went somewhere else while Chris Pine's soul embodied it. Now, there's a theory online. We looked this up. There's a theory online that basically says Chris Pine's character doesn't actually ever exist. This guy is just there, mm-hmm. and he's doing all these things, and it's just all in her head. Like her person, his personality changed. No, his personality never actually changes. He's just in it, but then also the end doesn't exist oh. either. Well, the end doesn't make sense. So maybe this guy just gained all of Chris Pine's memories. Maybe, but then he I, doesn't remember her when Chris Pine leaves, and she sees him at the I end. Don't, I, I think this guy I, is literally like his yeah. soul got disconnected from yeah. him. Chris Pine took it over. Or he got suppressed somehow. Yeah. It's a whole possession oh thing. Oh my god, it doesn't make any sense. And the whole movie, you see Chris Pine. I think they just wanted to have Chris Pine in this damn movie. Obviously, I mean he's a good looking dude. Is he? He had a lot of work done for this movie. He's a good looking dude. Eh, he's all old. the Chris's are good looking dudes. Thank you. That's what you said. <laughs> There's the four Hollywood Chris's, and they're all really good looking dudes. Pine, Pratt, Hemsworth, Evans. Yeah, now I'm with you. But that's not what you originally said, so I'm still taking it. Anyway. Back to. Uh, just to fast forward on this, there's a magical rock that appears. Don't forget Pedro Pascal that suddenly shows up. Pe- Pedro Pascal. That's the worst, like, blonde hair thing, but super 80s, not. The that wig, was more like a 90s look. The wig was impressively bad. Mm-hmm. Like, it was so obviously a wig. It That took me out. Pedro Pascal's hair took me <laughs> out of the movie because I'm like, wow, that is not even remotely convincing. Yeah. And he's just a weird TV personality at the start. I mean, obviously, he becomes the bad guy, which later yeah. you see him kind of make this like, ha, 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 Dudley Do-Ra- or not Dudley Do-Ra- Um I can't think of the bad guy in Deadly Do, right? I have no but, idea. But basically, you know, it, it was, again, shoehorn in that he was a bad guy. Um, also, so you get, like, apparently the 80s, quote-unquote, was just Firebirds and mm-hmm. hot pink. Uh, they went as 80s as they could. They, they tried to go over the top uh, to show you as 84. Which, uh, I guess... So, I feel like 84 would be more like you should have looked at the 70s clothing because every early part of the decade is still the remnants of the previous decade. This is the mid of the decade. It, it defined itself. This is probably where all this shit was coming into like fruition. You think? I, don't know. I think it would be more I like late. See, I think the, I, I remember hot, cl- hot colors mm. and I was born in 83. Like well, the '90s had hot colors too. Yeah, well, that's what so I'm saying. It was is, like two decades where people were just loving to be. Yeah, but that's glowing. what I'm saying. Is like 1984. It should have been 1987. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, that's yeah. where you would have those as being prevalent. That, that's nitpicking at this point, and there's there's enough to nitpick in this movie. That <laughs> I'm allowed to nitpick, that. whatever. Um, Anyways, magic rock happens. Uh, Wonder Woman doesn't realize it's the magic rock. She's just holding it, and she, in her head, wishes for Steve Trevor to come back. Although the rules are established that you need to say it out loud later in the movie. And you have to say, I wish. Yep. Specifically, I wish. Because it it specifically needs to be out loud. Yeah. Except for Wonder Woman. Uh, One of my favorite parts in this movie you find out that the wishing rock, it grants your wish. However, the equal 
side of that, a bad thing happens. Yeah, it takes something in in exchange of equal importance to you. So the first guy to do it, he touches the rock and goes, yeah, I wish I had a coffee right now. Someone shows up and he gets a coffee. Yeah. He sips, he goes, oh, hot, hot. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, that's, the opposite. that's amazing. <laughs> that was pretty funny. That was a good nod. Yeah. Or would it, not a nod, but that, that was a good little back and forth. He got his coffee, but it burned him. Yep. Uh, Wonder Woman wishes for Steve Trevor. It causes her to lose her powers, kind of, sometimes. Over time. To the point where she eventually becomes weak. And then mm-hmm. she realizes that her powers are more important than Steve Trevor. What she means to the world is more important than what Steve Trevor means to her. Is that the moral of the story? That is what I was trying to say, the lesson Yeah, is. yeah. She, she means more to the world than Steve could mean to her. Even though Steve means the world to her, the world can ascend. I mean, the world was literally about to not exist without yeah. Wonder Woman saving the day. Yeah. Well, I mean, because there was the one guy fighting in Afghanistan or Iraq or whatever, and he was like, I wish we had more nuclear weapons. And All the nuclear weapons were in the air by the time she saved the day. Like, <laughs> literally, the world was about to be yeah. destroyed. Nuclear winter was approaching quickly. Mm-hmm. It wasn't know. even approaching. They, they were in the air. No, nuclear winter, the, from no the air. nuclear winter is the fallout from, oh, nu- right. from nuclear fallout. Yeah. That um, was, that was speaking of 1987... So the Minerva Cheetah. So Cheetah exists in four iterations. Wig. No, specifically, movie. Cheetah the character right exists in four I'm iterations. Kristen Wiig's character in this. Sorry, movie. yes. <laughs> so you have the Minerva Cheetah. So this movie's 1984. The Minerva Cheetah wasn't introduced until 1987. I thought it was just kind of an entertaining nod that doesn't exist. Was the Minerva Cheetah created via the Wishing Rock? Was that the only Cheetah that was? wished into existence i don't know because oh. if that were the case it would make sense well so each cheetah had different powers too because i looked this up on wikipedia and hers was the only one who was basically the anti um wonder, wonder woman uh, so yeah so that was the idea because chris and wig's wish in this movie is i want to be like diana yes that was literally her wish who is wonder woman's name to mortals is Diana Prince. Yeah. And she's the only person that is nice to Kristen Wiig's character in yeah. the first part of the movie before Kristen Wiig wishes to be like Wonder Woman. And everybody <laughs> loves her. Bless you. <coughs> Bless you. <coughs> no more. Yeah, I'm done. I was trying to get that out before the sneeze happened, but <laughs> That's it, funny. It, it came right to right to the front. Yeah. So Kristen Wiig's wish, or... Er, er, Nobody's nice to her. Everybody forgets her until she wishes to be like Diana. And then every guy loves her. And every woman is, ooh, Minerva. Yeah. Which, that's a funny word. Minerva? Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Minerva is in the show Community. Inspector Space Time, there was one female inspector... And she was named Minerva, and she was universally hated by all fans. Well, Minerva is also a mythological personality that um, is hated. So that oh, makes sense. There you go. <clears throat> Greek mythology, specifically. Speaking of mythology, it turns out that this rock is powered by an evil god. Where More trickster god than evil god. Yeah. It, the equivalent it's like of Loki. Loki. Yeah. 
I was surprised. She named like four different gods that were comparable to this god. And wasn't Loki. And she didn't say Loki. I don't know if she could because it's a Marvel character. Oh, maybe. So that might be why they stayed away from it. But I was just thinking like what better way than to like let everybody in the world know like an equivalent god. True. Than just, oh, he's like the Loki of blank mythology. Yeah. So that's I mean, that's Loki is the very much well known before yeah. even Marvel took it. Yeah, the trickster god. But so that's how everybody finds out that everything you wish for comes at an equal price. Um, Kristen Wiig, she wished to be like, like Diana. Diana. It cost her her humanity. <coughs> yeah, it was her humanity. Yeah, she stopped being nice. She stopped being who she was. Yeah, um, and then she makes another wish, which. They make in this movie very apparent that you only get one wish. Yeah. She gets two. Because Pedro Pascal takes on the powers. That was his wishes. He yeah. wishes I was like you. He says he, that specifically to The Rock. No, he, to The Rock, he says, I wish I was you. That's right. I wish Sorry, to yes. be the wishing stone itself. Yeah. And then the wishing stone dissolves and, and it he becomes, becomes him. him. So he can then grant wishes. <clears throat> and he basically, she's like, I want to be... Unlike any other person. Da, 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 da. I want to be the alpha predator. Yes. And he's like, oh, that's an interesting wish. She's the only person who gets two wishes. No one else gets yep. two wishes? Like, He tried to give Diana a second wish, too. He tried to give Wonder Woman a second wish. Did he? To get uh, Steve back. That was where I she understand. finally came at the very end mm-hmm. when there's the blue light shooting into the sky. He's there like, you want him back, don't you? You want it you wish that to be the thing and she goes I want him back more than anything in the world but I found that some other things are more important and that's how she talks everybody into giving up their wishes including there's one scene where Pedro Pascal is granting all the wishes if anybody says it out loud you have to say it out loud a woman says I wish they'd arrest all you Irish and send you back to Ireland I wish you'd drop dead and then the guy says I wish you'd drop dead and the woman that wished the Irish were gone died how did she take her wish back <laughs> yeah this only way to like get everything back to the normal is that people have to say every I, single person I can't my wish though i think the idea is that pedro pascal eventually says i recant my wish or whatever the phrasing yeah. is um and i think that just undoes everything all of the wishes he granted yes right so that now makes sense so you know it's one of those like Kill the master vampire, all the vampires he created now goes away too. Right. Kind of thing. Right. <clears throat> so I think that's the idea, which, okay, whatever. I didn't like the way she, at the end, you know, she's talking to the camera and basically telling the audience, you know, accept what you have, stop wishing for yeah. what you can't have, you know, not everything. And then she's like, I'm not talking to you, I'm talking to them. And then you see the last of truth around his leg, which apparently broadcasts through. Also, I hate the idea that in 1984 we have enough technology to create these the satellite that connects to every co- mm-hmm. car- terminal. I don't even know if internet existed in 1984. What I hated about that part was it took a half hour. <laughs> this movie took an hour too long. It was an hour too long. Like th- this scene, like she's giving her speech. Her speech was five, six, seven minutes long, yeah. and it's like most movies wrap this in 30 seconds to a minute. Yeah. Because you don't need to give a ten-minute fucking speech yeah. at the end. We don't of need a soliloquy at the end of this to about the importance of Even this, that, and the other. During the cheetah fight, which I, I said, I said in the previous episode of this podcast, I really hope this breaks 
the DC norm of the end of every DC movie is the hero fights themselves but a hulking gray version CGI version of itself and it's not a hulking gray version of herself no. it's a normal sized gray version of herself well this also goes with your theory too which you've mentioned before about bad CG is hidden in darkness that's not a theory well Direc- I have heard directors say that oh really <laughs> yeah oh so, direct <laughs> quote and when usage you, in when this. When you don't have faith in your CGI, you put it in darkness. And when yep. Cheetah wasn't moving, it, it was looked fuzzy. really good, though. Like, she was supposed to be fuzzy. She well, was some yeah, kind no, of yeah, cheetah creature. Cre- yeah, yeah. It looked great, but then as soon as she started moving, it became just this gray blur thing that was not good. <laughs> no. So... Yeah. Um, oh, I want to go back for a second. Yep. So, one thing I really hate about movies when they do a character who gets put in time that they're not familiar with, as in they go forward in time, mm-hmm. as Chris, Steve Trevor did. Steve yeah. Trevor does. Diz. He does. He does. He dids. <clears throat> they're like, oh, this is new technology. I don't know what this is. Escalators in this movie. Mm-hmm. He's like, Clearly, there's people around going up an escalator. No problem. You can be like, okay, I can see what's going on here. It's stairs and move. Okay, I get it. But he gets into an F whatever, I don't know. And he's what. able to immediately he's figure like, it out. Oh, hold on. Oh, this isn't the right flip switch. I flew a plane in World War One. I can now figure out how to fly an F whatever bomber in 1984. Yeah, an F whatever fighter jet. Hey, cool. Now I'm perfectly good. And then I, I don't Apparently, have- all planes are the same. A lot of people had a huge issue with the invisible jet. Uh, I don't care. That doesn't bother me. No, sure. Introduce it. Fine. She's one fa- woman is famous for having an invisible mm-hmm. jet. She basically she's like, oh, I, I can make things invisible. I did this once with a coffee cup and it didn't work. Boom. She said it, it worked. No, she couldn't hold it for so long. Yeah, it worked, but she, she only had She so said, long. I did this once with a coffee cup. Chris Pine said, how long did that work? She goes, I don't know. I lost it. Yeah. Oh, she lo- uh, I thought she lost the... Like, it came back and... No, no, she, she lost, lost the, the coffee cup. Yeah. I'm with it now. I missed that joke. Yeah. It went over my head. Also... Much like an invisible jet would. Much like... Well, <laughs> yeah, it would go over my head now, wouldn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> also, she was established as, like, a curator of antiquities for the Smithsonian. Yep. And she's able to walk into... What is considered the Air and Space Museum, which, sure, it's not, but their hangar, mm-hmm. just by showing her pass. <laughs> like, I don't know. Also, 1984, I don't know if passes were a thing. Like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I've worked in buildings in the 2000s where we sell like, keys to yeah. get in things. Yep. Like, now there's... you. We have passes. You and I have passes to get into our building at work. Mm-hmm. Sure, that's a thing. The, yep. These proximity passes, but she just. Um, my my biggest issue with this movie before I think after this we should talk about some of the positives. Because there is there any? There are a lot of positives <laughs> in this movie. Like this is not the worst movie. <laughs> oh no, but, not at all. Especially even if we put it in the worst movie DC made, this isn't it. Yeah. No, it's not even close to the worst movie DC made because Justice League is still a movie. But 
and Batman v Superman. <laughs> but um, the thing that I this movie ruins every DC movie that happens after it because how the fuck is not everybody in the world being like, hey, remember that day when all of our wishes came true? Yeah. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> that was so crazy. There's just a random day in 1984. This crazy man came on all of the televisions in the world. And we said things out loud, and then they happened. The and then 10 minutes later, it all went away. And But I wonder if people have, like, selective amnesia about it. Like, if that was part of the thing. Because he says, I... I, I I recant my wish or whatever. So then, does that mean everybody's wishes not only do go away, but their memory of the wishes go away? I mean, because the, everybody literally should have been like that right after that too. The characters that we were the focus of the movie, it, it wasn't the case for. Yeah, I guess Wonder Woman remembered it, and Minerva remembered I, it because she, she was sitting there sulking about it. Yeah, does she still have her powers, or is she done and gone from this? universe now because there's a third movie coming yeah she signed Gal Gadot signed up for three and movies Patty Jenkins isn't going to direct the third one either okay Patty Jenkins directed this one and the last one okay um she may still have her like her first set of powers like where she's like super she's essentially ad- one woman but a, a strong person yeah but then why cl- like but the she made characters having it, it was left ambiguous, yeah. which typically in a superhero movie means that they're coming Come, back. Yeah, yeah. None with that. Yeah, she was just like on a rock. Just sulking. Yeah. Yeah. And then Pedro Pascal remembered everything. And his mm-hmm. son remembered it. Yeah. So there wasn't even the character that recanted anything. Yeah. The son's also not in the comics. The son was a, a construct of the movie, which fine. You needed it for yeah, the end of this movie. I don't have a problem with that. Yeah, no problem with that. So, yeah, there's just a day in 1984 where everybody got their wildest dream came true. And half the world was like, we almost came to annihilation. But all of a sudden, the missiles disappeared in the middle of the air. Because the military was like, the missiles are disappearing. Yep. But cool. Yeah, so every DC yeah. movie that takes place after 1984 is now ruined. Because <laughs> you established this happened in this universe. I want to see, like, in Aquaman 2, when they're like... Remember the day in 1984? It was weird, wasn't it? <laughs> crazy day in 1984. I just want somebody to talk about it, just like you said. Yeah, just like casually be like, remember how crazy that one <laughs> individual day was out of nowhere? Yeah. It's crazy that nobody talks about that. <laughs> uh, things I liked about this movie. Uh, that the highway chase fight scene, that was awesome. Remind me. Oh, oh when they're in like Bag- oh, no, they're in Egypt? Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that fight, was good. That was awesome. Other than the fact that physics basically got suspended completely. She pushed the vehicle on its, like, just sideways, but it didn't flip over. Like, it just slid perfectly. Definitely on a rail. Superhero movie. Sure. She's super strong. She can do it. Whatever. I'm just saying, a lot of fun to watch that scene. It was a good, mo- it was a good scene, but yeah, the physics got um, lost on that one. Also, the story that they told was a very interesting and very good superhero story. Yeah, the writing was well done. Yes. The dialogue was okay. They basically hit... They, Janice brought this up when we watched it. They did a little bit of what they used to do with um, Arnold Schwarzenegger back when, like, Terminator movies. Mm-hmm. Very limited dialogue because Gal Gadot's accent is very thick. I was going to say I would compare her to Schwarzenegger, like, before you even brought that up. 
where it's like very thick accent objectively bad actor because of it however there's just like a presence about them yeah that like they're a good actor because they carry themselves in such a way that they're yeah. believable and like their accent doesn't matter at that point yeah like i don't care she is she's israeli i mean yeah she's israeli well, english is austrian or yeah. whatever not their first languages of english and yeah they speak much better than you and i can speak as hebrew and uh austrian yeah. Does they speak German in Austria? I don't know. Yeah, they speak what they speak. <laughs> Good on them. Yep. Gal Gadot yeah. speaks like six or seven languages. Yeah. Like that's. But it's also you know Israel is a very small country. Yeah. So there's a lot of influences from other countries. Mm-hmm. But, but yeah, I, so I understand like they're very concerned about her accent, so they limited her statement. Like the longest sentence she had wasn't until the end when she gave that soliloquy about yeah. you know this that and the other yeah like she spoke to him in like six words at a time <laughs> so we, other than that but like the the treatment for the movie is good yeah i go back to what you were saying <laughs> but like this i told katie last night several times at, at first i said if this movie was a half hour shorter i would love it if this movie was 45 minutes shorter i would love it if this it, like it it escalated and it's like mm-hmm. if this movie 45 minutes to an hour shorter this movie would be outstanding yeah like this, they had a story to tell they told the story it's the opposite of like there's a lot of times i'll complain like they packed so much information into an hour 15 that mm-hmm. like it was difficult to keep track of everything going on they had an hour and a half's worth of perfect movie yeah and they made it a two and a half hour long movie Yep. So there's just so much stretching. I wonder if it's because they paid so much money for to Chris Pine that like we we've got it might be in his contract. He's like, I need so much screen time, right? And so they're like, okay, well, here's a little eye candy for the ladies and da da da. But there's even other like there's a minute long scene where there's just a woman talking like, you need to get somewhere. Everything's going crazy. Everything's going crazy. And then there's a guy like, what am I supposed to do about my cows? I said I wanted a farm, but But I don't want it here. And then he's walking in the farm plaza. Cows. It's like, what the hell is that? Yeah. My favorite part is that like they're in DC, but they're like on the mall, but it's also Lafont Plaza. I used to work in Lafont Plaza, so I was like, I've been in that building, I've been in that building, I've been in that. So I was like, well, the, DC is apparently you know three square miles at best because mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not. But yeah, like I I really wish that they cut a solid forty five minutes from this movie. I, this would be a totally different conversation. We yeah. would have complained about the CGI, the wiring, mm-hmm. and not much else. Yeah. But they made it two and a half hours long, and mm-hmm. it's there's so many just... Man. They're, they're saying the new thing to deter... Like, with all these home releases, the new way to determine if a movie is good or bad is how often you pick up your cell phone because now you're not in a theater where your cell phone ruins it for everybody. You're just sitting at your house with your phone sitting in front of you. Well, hopefully they don't do that to us because you and I are... Well, I take notes while watching these movies. I know you don't take notes. <laughs> it, it's different, yeah. I, I didn't really pick my cell phone up during the movie. So, like, I was interested in what was going on. Right. But there were so many times where I'm just like, okay, like, let's, yeah. let, let's move this along. Like, this scene is going on for two minutes too long. Yeah. And that was every scene in the movie where it was like, you could have cut... 30 seconds to two minutes from every single scene. I agree. 
And again, they could cut out Chris Pine because who the hell cares? I mean, I, I like Chris Pine. I don't dislike he him. He's good. Captain Kirk. I mean, I get it. And they've got good chemistry, too. Like sure. And Chris Pine, I don't dislike him, but it just... Sure, she made she had to learn the lesson of like her personal wants are not important because she's a superhero. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's Krell's wife walking uh, Kermit and Zorro. They're dogs. Oh yeah, I see them. Hi, Zebra. Yeah. Not that you wa- listen to us or yeah, she doesn't. Krell doesn't listen to us. She used to listen to the beer portion. I don't know if she still does. Huh. Oh my god! And now Matt's texting me. This is out of control. Matt being Zebra's. Husband. No, Krell, the one that will be on the No, that's what I'm saying. On the show. <laughs> Matt being the one texting you is Sabra's husband. Because you said Krell's wife. Right, right, right. Then you said Matt. Yeah, yeah, I'm bouncing a little Connecting the place. dots. <laughs> yeah. Alright. Um what else you got for this movie? Uh oh, um Fourth of July, apparently everybody wears um long pants and sweaters in Virginia. I rolled my eyes when they were flying. I am from Virginia. Yeah. It is hot as a motherfucker. It's buggy. It's yeah. muggy. So it they're, sucks. They're flying. There's no plane. way nobody wears pants, sweaters, or nothing. And we're like, okay, it's fine, fine, fine. Oh, it's the 4th of July. Wait. It's July? Yeah. No. Apparently it's the 4th of July. No way. Yeah. No way. I'm done. Um, <laughs> I laughed out loud at one point in this movie, and Katie asked me why I'm laughing. It was because Steve Trevor goes, what is that? And she goes, oh, that's the armor of Astoria, the greatest armor ever made <laughs> uh, for the greatest whatever ever made. Uh-huh. Uh, it was able to hold up the whole world because she, the armor was so powerful. And I laughed. And he's like, why are you laughing? I'm like, because she's going to put that on later in this movie. Well, it we, wasn't we earned. She'd just been sitting there with it in her house. She hasn't <laughs> yeah. been wearing it. Yeah. Like this, this isn't earned in this she, movie. She just had it. Yeah, she just has the greatest armor ever made. You could have cut out that hour and put 30 minutes of her going to Themyscira and convincing her mom to get that damn armor out of the... And getting it, yeah. Yeah. Giving her a reason And then she flies into battle and Cheetah immediately destroys it. So it didn't even need to be in the movie. Well, the funny part, like we, Janice and I were talking about, it's like, she gets up these giant wings that are twice the size as she is. Mm -hmm. She just sits up in them. Like, it's considered to be metal. Because she says okay, they no. gave them, well, she said the war, Amazon Warriors gave the medal to make this armor, to hold back the armies of men, da 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 da. But she's just able to sit right up, no problem. There's no rolling over and getting to push up and get your knees underneath. I mean, she also has full control over these wings that are just attached to the armor. Yeah, so I don't true. think what you're bringing up really. <laughs> also, at the end, when, also after the wings have been destroyed, she's up against the wall when she's doing her soliloquy. She, and you can see the, the arm epaulets on the arms are like folded over because just foam yeah <laughs> it's not metal by any means that was <sighs> yeah well you knew the, the armor was coming because it's in the trailers for this movie yeah and you're like okay this is super gold but armor it's not earned no. like even aquaman where i complained like it was oh mcguffin boss fight next mcguffin boss fight he earns the trident this yeah. like it's literally just like What's that? Oh, that's the greatest armor ever made. It's just in my apartment. It's <laughs> just hanging out. <laughs> Which you would have think he would have seen because it's not a very big apartment. He was definitely there a couple times, if not yeah. longer. He'd have been like, "What's that in the case over there?" This giant <laughs> fucking thing. That 
Yeah, I don't, I don't understand. That's yeah. the worst plot point in this entire. Holds movie. back the army of men, but gets shredded by the by the claws of Cheetah. Yeah. yeah, immediately. And then she doesn't need it. Well, it wasn't earned. <laughs> it wasn't needed to begin with. Maybe that's the point. She didn't earn it. It was a shortcut. She didn't learn the lesson as a kid. Bad storytelling, man. That that's bad storytelling. That that's the one thing that I could say about this movie that is actively bad storytelling. Do you think there was a stipulation in her in Gal Gadot's contract is I need like so many uh, costume changes and they're like we're out of costume changes. We put her in this dress. We put her in this pantsuit. We put her in this dress. We put her in the Wonder Woman costume. What else do we do? Gold armor? Okay. I can't imagine that's the case. I, I think they just wanted to fit that in somehow yeah. and they had already filmed most of the movie. I bet you there's a section they cut out mm-hmm. that gave it more backstory and even... Because it really was just... The movie's already too long. <laughs> yeah. But it was probably one of those like, we have about 20 minutes of her going to the apartment and getting this. But we're not going to worry about it. Yeah. Even if you said like that's how she flew to the island... To get to Pedro Pascal, but she already learned how to fly beforehand. Yep, doesn't make any sense. So what's the point? Doesn't make any sense. In wings? Why wings? Who cares? Because they can wrap around, go or whatever. <laughs> I wish there was a video right now because Carl was doing some weird, like, sultry. I don't know what he was trying to accomplish. Yeah, none of it. None of it. Is there anything else good we would talk about this movie? Um. I mean, overall, I'm disappointed with it. Yeah. Uh, I thought of a, a good rating system for because uh, there's <laughs> actually going to be new media coming out this year. I think we should rate it on a scale of one to six. One to don't watch. No, one to six. <laughs> one being absolutely don't watch. Six being you need to see this. Um, Why six? That's an odd number for rating system. Bec- I, I agree. It's different. <laughs> Okay, okay, as long as you agree. <laughs> but because particularly there's no middle number. Like a lot of people choose 1 to 10 because you could say 5. It's a perfectly mediocre movie. I don't want there to be... Th- there's nothing that you feel neutral about. Either you lean it's kind of good or you lean it's kind of bad. So like 1, 2, 3, your leaning is bad. No. 4, 5, 6, your leaning it's good. There's no middle number. Okay. And four, so you can't take four the easy way out. Too low. Yeah, you can't just be like, oh, it's just a movie. It's a five. Yeah. Four, four, it's it's too low. Because if I give something a two, people are gonna be like, oh, it sucks. But it's yeah. like, this movie didn't suck. Like, it, on a scale of one to six, I give this a firm three. It's the best kind of bad movie. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh yeah probably it three. would be a good movie if like I said if they cut forty five minutes out it's a good movie it's a great movie I would say I, the way I would look at it is how much good can I say versus bad and I've crushed this movie beyond belief so yeah I'm at, at three like I said it's the best of the worst yeah kind of deal top tier of a bad movie the only plot point that actively bothered me was the gold armor just being like oh yeah i have that already sure. so it's not earned other than that you trim 45 minutes off Th- also this movie's great it's got good acting pedro pascal does great at pedro pascal's amazing he's okay <laughs> <laughs> i like him better as mandalorian than i did in this this was just he was he, over the top and he was way over but he's the top. a comic book villain uh, that is it 
It doesn't mean it has to be that. He's an over-the-top comic book villain that went over-the-top in the movie. He fit the character. <laughs> it's a good character. Uh, we didn't talk about Reagan. <laughs> it's not. If, if it's supposed Ronald to be Ronald Reagan, Reagan. Were a gremlin or a troll, it would look just like this guy. <laughs> yeah, Janice and I both looked at this character and be like, who's this supposed to be? And we're like, who was president in 1984? That I had to ask Katie that. It was and Reagan. She, she looked it up, and it was Reagan. Yeah. And I'm like, this is not. And Reagan. we're like, this is Reagan. And Janice noticed the jelly beans on the on the table, and Reagan was famous for always having jelly beans on the table. Crazy. So, it's Reagan. Absolute insanity. But in, like, either put the like the, the actor has a very square head. Yeah. Either put a CG in there. Do one hell of a makeup job. Get someone get, that looks remotely like Reagan. Okay. Or plan D, don't. Oh, yeah. Just call it something else. <laughs> make it somebody else. Yeah. Like, just make it a fictitious president. But also, we talked about before the, we started recording, but also the mall at the beginning is, they, they named it a fictitious name, but it's a real mall. It's Landmark Mall in Alexandria, Virginia. And they made a very important note that we're in Virginia, we have Fairfax County Police in a fictitious mall. Mm-hmm. Just either name it Landmark or make all of it fake. Yeah. Like, there's no point to doing it half-ass in between. They're blending weird lines at that point. Yeah. And maybe there was a thing like they couldn't get the name Landmark Mall without paying for it. And they didn't want to pay for it. But then again, just CG out. like Just be its own thing. It doesn't need to exist in this in, in there. We don't need to know that they're in Fairfax County, in Alexandria, with Fairfax County Police in Virginia, and da 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 da. Yeah. Like, okay. Yeah. And again, the mall does mall exists, but it doesn't exist. It actually went under before the filming of this. The mall. I mean, this is on it inhabited thirty so, years ago. So. Well, and that the goes movie to, takes place thirty years ago. So the, that goes back to the Landmark Mall back in the eighties. It's actually an open air mall. And they closed it, and then you could see the ceiling in this movie, yeah, because it's the current condition of the mall, <laughs> which is fine. They needed a mall for the jewel heist. Mm-hmm. Why I don't know. We needed a jewel heist, but cool. But yeah, I mean, again, if you're going to either go to realism or don't go to realism, like yeah. don't go somewhere in the middle for no reason. We didn't go quick to see my dog's thoughts on the movie. Oh, she stopped snoring. <laughs> you tried. Yeah. She was laying over there. Yeah, she, she was snoring. snoring so yeah. I was trying to get like, oh, what does Layla think of the movie? Uh, <laughs> there. Oh, she did it again. Back to sleep. Yeah. Yeah. No, right. that's fine. That's, Anyways. That's my closing point of this. If you have HBO Max, watch the movie or don't. Whatever. Don't I mean, pay for it. It's not worth your money. It's worth a watch if you have HBO Max. Like, it's not a bad movie. Also, just, I saw it's coming off of HBO Max in end of this month. It is? It's literally only on for a month. Oh. And then it's going to stick in theaters for a while? I don't know. But I haven't got a clue. So it's not even like the, it's going to stay on HBO Max. Yeah. They want people to. They wanted people to subscribe to it for the movie they're going to get your month of money. You're going to be pissed off, but you might stick around for mm. other things. Well, they currently have the deal, and this is going to sound like an HBO Max plug, but if you sign up for six months now, you get like $4 off a month. Yeah, you mentioned that already. To you. Did I mention that on podcast? 
I don't know. Maybe. I think I did that when it was just you and I talking. I don't think I said it on the podcast. <laughs> I thought it was on the podcast because <laughs> we were talking about HBO Max and the fact that they got rid of the uh, uh, free trial. Man, I could have swore that we were talking about that before. What, whatever. We need to stop talking about things yeah. off <laughs> record. <Yeah. story. laughs> Anyways. But, yeah, I, I don't know. If you it, have HBO Max, movie, you can watch a movie. Just... You'll... Janice loves one woman. She said this was a waste of her time. She wanted her two and a half hours back. I want one of my two and a half hours back. I Fair. Want 45 minutes of my two and a half hours back. Fair. There is a lot of good stuff in this movie. There is. But it's just so stretched thin. Stretched so thin, I, don't, I should say. I don't know. We, we did talk about this it, prior to... We, we've to, been saying this for 10 minutes. <laughs> we did talk about this prior to recording. Why is the the new norm for movies two and a half hours yeah what happened to the i mean star wars wasn't even allowed to be longer than an hour and a half the original the new hope yeah because movie producer you know obviously whatever people wouldn't be able to pay attention for that long yeah essentially and i mean hell i saw titanic in the theater and there was an intermission because they knew yeah. long movies, people need to get up and go take a piss. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's why there's an hour in the middle that nothing happens. So hey, if you need to go yeah. bathroom, go ahead. Yeah, don't worry about it. So yeah, you'll be, you'll, you won't miss a thing. I promise you. Yeah, you will miss no plot points whatsoever. Uh, I don't know. I don't get it. All right. Maybe so, that's the justification for paying twenty bucks a person now for movies. It just you get your time's worth essentially. Yeah. Right. I would have walked out after probably an hour and a half of this and be like, I need my money back. This is I, mean, I, I don't walk out of movies. I watch them. Mm. Anyway, so seven minutes of talking about essentially the same exact thing. Um, moving forward, next week we were planning on doing the Star Wars prequel debate. However, schedules are nightmares for all of us right now. Yep. So what we're going to do is have the debate as like, Plus one episode equivalent to our Star Wars holiday special episode where we're going to have our weekly episodes up until we figure it out until (laughs) we can figure out when the debate is going to happen. And then we're going to release the debate when it gets released. Yep. Um, Next week, we are going back to the MCU and we are going to cover Thor, I believe. Thor, so hurt, so hurt, it, it hurts. I don't know. I, I don't know what the hell that means. I don't, I don't know either. what you're going for. I don't that. know. That's what I get for looking at my phone wall. <laughs> so, um, so Thor next week. Got it. Yeah, Thor next Back week. Back to the MCU. Cool. All the things I just said. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> once, once we can get the Star Wars debate recorded and edited up. That'll be released immediately. It's not going to be released on a regular release schedule. Um, yeah. Thor. Next week. Follow along. Until then, you have an additional week to get your Star Wars podcast or Star Wars debate questions, questions in. Yep. Drunken Nerd Podcast at the Drunken Nerd Podcast. Don't forget the the. At gmail.com. Drunk and Nerd Podcast on Facebook. Drunk and Nerd Pod on Twitter. Get at us. Is that it? Do we have more? New merch is going to be coming, I think. If we can find someone to make it. Yeah, we'll figure it out. 
Hopefully. We'll pay if we need to. But Anyways. Yeah. Until then. Until then.